my fire, my one desire, believe when I say sec leader knee. Welcome to Podcasting yeah! Forbidden Collaborations, the podcast of the thing. I'm Roy, let's do the damn thing. Wait. Wow. Whoa, dude. Holy, wow, I'm blown away right now. I need a couple minutes for that. No, you don't. You gotta go. All right, we're getting it. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm floored. The talent Oh my god. This. I've been the waiting to do that since this. March. Welcome to the show. The talent of that, the vision Your of mind. that, the clarity of that. The Your power, mind. the access that that has. All right, well, <laughs> welcome to the show, folks. <laughs> yes, welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Fallon, a.k.a. Nye Ming Chen. Hell yes! <laughs> Damn! The revolutionary we deserved. Oh my god. Well, yeah, welcome to the podcast about the thing. We got some special guest cultivation partners today, like we did last week. It's good. Tell tell them who you all um, are. I'm going to go first, because that's my that's me. Um, I'm Caroline, also known as Fruit by the Foot Forehead Ribbon. And Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and if we're still doing special weapons, I've got one. Yeah. Um, because yes. I actually Hit shoot in real life, like b- bows and arrows, meaning like in seventh grade, Girl Scout camp. Yo! I, I used to. Um, anyway, my my special weapon is a bow and arrow that makes people gay, and it's called Bodie Foster. Thanks. Wow! <laughs> yes! We're getting off to a good start on this day. Okay. Hi, I'm Christina. I really wanted my title to be something clever, but I realized in the end I cannot be anything other than what I am, which is... A teeny tiny token straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as for she my is. special weapon, it is a bow staff because I blame uh, Mulan and Soul Calibur 2 for me thinking yes. that they are cool. I learned the bow staff when I was taking Damn. karate. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had a real cool one. It was like ombre red at the shit. tips, fading into black. Very badass. That got I shit. A, I have a picture of myself with like fire truck red hair just <laughs> swinging it around. Power. The power. And it's the <laughs> sort of thing where to people's faces, I would tell them its name was something really cool, like Spinebreaker or something. But in reality, I would use one of the, um, like, tenant phrases of my life, which is, it really do be like that sometimes. And it yeah. really do be like that sometimes <laughs> if yeah, your I mean, ass has done something genuinely. that necessitates me breaking your teeth. So Yep. You know, uh-huh. that's just how it be. That's it? I don't know what to tell you. So... Yeah, I thought it'd be good to have you two on together since we've known each other for such a long time. Yeah, seven and, years. Yeah, and we we all know each other from the same thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and y'all have, you know, since we met, y'all have watched, like, me and Ray go from being into one thing to being into the next thing. And But y'all have stuck around because you're the real shit. Uh-huh. Yep. And... It's it's been good ever since the days of me being a sort of BNF in the Yes fandom. Oh, God! <laughs> We're moving from uh, the UK in the 1970s all the way back to fantasy China in the amalgamation the of various uh, In the year, the as I think first yeah. episode, one of you said, uh, you're 420 of the 69-year cycle, so. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. 420 out of, yeah. <laughs> it's it's it math, sense. people. It's yep. math. It's math. It's mathematics. Oh, math was my worst subject in school, though. Oh, same girl. Yeah, that's why I have a degree in English. (laughs) I mean, 
It's it's fractions. Anyway, episode seven, the champion. Where I've been waiting to talk about this episode since before we started this podcast, yeah. and that's what matters to me. And I wonder if y'all are able to guess why. Which is funny because I read that in the comic where this comes from, this really this was just kind of glossed over and not really uh-huh. uh, delved into. So. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, it super was, and it's like 50-some chapters in, I think. Yeah, Yeah. it really wasn't a big deal in the novel, but uh, they they made it into this whole thing so that they could, like, accurately, well, excuse me, not accurately, I want to say effectively, uh, kind of introduce the wins. Yeah. They had to, uh, well, they had to get the Macy's sect leader parade in somehow, so. (laughs) Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really good. Which, yeah. and you know what? Yeah, it doesn't even matter that this one's just shy of 24 minutes long because I, by myself, am going to stretch it into like three hours. Just so, talking about him. Just talking about mm-hmm. him. Him. Hashtag capitalized H him. So we're Italian. in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are. We're in the desert. We're in fucking we're in Texas. Desert. We're in Texas. Yeah. And God, I was living in Texas 10 years ago. I'm having an epiphany. Sorry. <laughs> Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking wild. It was like a yeah, it was like a decade right now that I was working in the Randall's grocery store and fucking like Randall's. Fucking Randall's. And I was <laughs> I was working, I was the only person working there one night and the doors opened automatically and I looked over to see what it was and it was an armadillo. Anyway. <laughs> We're in the desert and there's a bullseye. Yeah. (laughs) And the person who hits the bullseye is not an armadillo. Yeah, Yeah, the person who... (laughs) But he reminds me of an armadillo to an extent. Yeah. Yeah, armadillo boy. Waywishan is lost and complaining about it. Why isn't he with the other Jong boys? Because he probably got full of himself and was like, I'll forge a path ahead. They just left... They just left his slow ass behind. He was taking too long. I was going to say, yeah, because he is habitually late, so he probably that's slept true. in. And everyone I mean, said, I get, I, That's honestly what I thought happened. Oh, yeah, it's no, like, it's, totally it's just like, fine, you're leaving without him. Yeah. Like, he, if, he, if he doesn't make it, that's too bad. Yeah, that's on him. Sounds like a him problem. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he runs into a little scared child boy with these humongous dewy blue baby eyes oh, yes. cute little like ahoge forelock thing literally my oh notes my yes. love him <laughs> he's got some little wind robes on and he's doing some archery really good and his name comes up on the screen and hey his name is wen young right yeah yeah remember yes. how in the second episode there was like a cool scary nathan explosion zombie who also uh-huh. was named that uh-huh yeah second i realized that my heart just sank yeah. yeah i was like how on earth does this happen what on what bad and terrible things are going to happen to the sweet young boy Girl, just you wait horrible. just you wait he for now all we need to worry about is that him baby him so, extremely baby oh, yeah. him baby yeah him him like needs to him like probably needed a permission slip to go outside yeah i was fucking i was driving in texas the other day and i passed by this daycare and there is a phone number out front that was like 477 baby and i was like wow that's <laughs> that's when yeah <laughs> <laughs> he is. Anyway, is anyway, he is the one of two valid wins. Yeah, uh huh. There are only two of them. Two of them. You, you get, get two. two. So, <laughs> so, so he's doing archery, and then Weiwushan scares the shit out of him by complimenting him, and his arrow like goes all fucky, and Weiwushan just catches it in midair, 
like you know normal which is a thing mm-hmm. that you do just from time to time and when Neon gets scared and he runs off behind the rock from the tornado cover oh no <laughs> Don't remind me of Tornado. Don't do that. I'm- listen. I don't want to listen to Tornado. (laughs) Well, too bad. I'm gonna make (laughs) the end of this episode, don't kill the whale flute cover. (laughs) Anyway. Don't kill the- don't don't kill the the wen. But like, actually. Please. Please kill the wen. (laughs) Please kill the wen! Oh my god. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Dig it, bro. It's a good episode. Oh, man. We're so, really bridging the gap here, folks. Yeah. If this is not your highest ever rated episode, I, yep. I don't know what It had better you. be after the way I embarrassed myself at the opening of it. <laughs> so Weymouchon is like, oh, do I look so handsome that he was scared away? Like, this fucking fool. And he looks into the fucking camera like yeah. John Arbuckle looking at, like, the viewer, like, breaking the fucking fourth wall like Garfield. It's terrible. It's terrible. I just can't believe I'm ho- so hot, sexy, and fine. God. And, and so cute and cool that this random kid was super intimidated. I by mean, me. to be fair, he is super cool because then he takes the arrow and just like chucks it, and it hits right in the middle of the bullseye. Just normal shit, as you know, as you do, yeah. as you it's do. Like a baby spear, yeah. And then, yeah, we learned that in uh, yeah, Ghost uh-huh. Boat Archery, yeah. barehanded archery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. We call Definitely that, we call that boneless archery. <laughs> Free-range archery. <laughs> and then what we see through the rest of this episode is extra crispy archery. Yes. Jesus. So oh, then he starts wondering out loud, like, where the road is. Because he's trying to get to the Wen's house. And Wen Neung is still hiding from him at this yeah. point. <laughs> and then he kind of, yeah, eventually he kind of, mm-hmm. like, scoots out and tells him where it is. And, like, wait, we shot? He does another salute. We talked about this last week, mm-hmm. that there's only, like, a few times in the entire mm-hmm. series where he actually salutes to somebody. And he does it this time, and it's good. Yes, indeed. It's so good. It was, that that warmed my heart. So that's I've, that scene. And then we move on to the actual Chishan Wen, like, fortress. Yeah, the, the nightless city. Here we are. There's flags and there's big drums. And, and there's CG always. fucking eyes. Oh, Take God. a shot every time you see a CGI flag. You'll be so drinking trash. game for drinking game for this episode is just uh, take a shot every time you see shitty CGI. Take a shot every time John Chung punches Wei Wushan. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be absolutely <laughs> demolished. I, I don't think gone. the CGI is as bad as it potentially could be. Like yeah. we're not talking mm. like Berserk 2016. God, I don't know. But mm-hmm. it's it's. I want to say I want to be nice about it and say this is maybe like late 90s picture. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's definitely, like, it's better than, like, yeah. to- the original Toy Story. It's like, no, if you ever like seen they... the original Tin Toy Short? Oh, oh yeah. No, I've seen that, yeah. Oh. No, I feel like the the way that it's rendered is, like, they had enough money to do it, but they didn't have enough money to, like, add on all of the extra textures and shit that would make it seamless. Yeah. So they were like... Or is this more like a PS1 game? Yeah. Yeah, they just kind of added, like, an overlay pattern yeah smooth out the polygons yeah smooth out the polygons a little bit and just kind of go for it but yeah so there's there's the cgi flags and there's some big drums and there's one really super huge big drum and um it's called the chongchi horn drum and it's a big deal and everybody's just kind of gossiping about it which is supposed to be like supposedly back in the day um (laughs) when mao their founder killed this gigantic critter yeah. and made a big drum out of it because that's what yeah. you do and everybody's just kind of like i wonder if it's actually really made out of that and uh they're kind of like well 
it's it belongs to the winds, so yeah, just kind of got to take their word for it. Okay. And then Wayne Sean <laughs> is like, "All right, well, I'm gonna kill the Randall's armadillo and make you a better." Yeah. Guy. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I was talking on Twitter earlier about how much I hate humble braggers, but I will say, uh huh, I hate regular ass braggers even more. Yeah, like the winds being out here, like, yeah, yeah. we totally killed this legendary beast, and we <laughs> have all this shit from it to prove how cool and strong we are. It's real because we say so. Like, literally, when Ron Hubbard shut the fuck up, Charles, <laughs> <you can't laughs> this shit incenses me like almost as much as the horrific human rights violations. But we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. oh my almost, God. almost as much, not almost. quite as much, but it's it's fucking up there. I mean, at least they're not going to somebody else's house and. Or like you know, going out to like a club with somebody and being like, "Oh yeah, I killed this fucking thing." Like you know, they're doing they do it under that. their own roof. Oh yeah, they definitely oh, yeah. do that, but not here. Right I'm just now. glad we don't have to sit through it. Oh, absolutely. There's mm-hmm. there's we also sit enough shit. Oh yeah, there's also one shot during this part where like Jin Z Shuan just makes pissy face at Wei Wushan. It's good, which is good. <laughs> and then Lan Wangji is like getting his bow ready. He's and fucking here. Like, He's here. He's here. He's here. And Wei-Wushan notices him and is like, oh, time to start annoying him. He does the biggest yeah. gasp. It's so cute. <laughs> it's, it's, like, well, it's like he's it's pretending like he had no idea at all that Lang Wanji was going to be here. What wow. the fuck? Wow, what a surprise! <laughs> and it's so funny to me because like, even before Wei-Wushan's second life, when he fully came into himself as a shameless homosexual, <laughs> he was still so desperate for Lang Wanji's attention. Oh yeah, that he right. would do literally anything to get it. He wanted to be friends so bad, and LWJ just had no idea how to handle himself around this chaos twink he had somehow <laughs> managed to fall in love with, which is, as demonstrated here, a terrible combination. Jesus. Because Wei like- Wushan, like, he, like, he goes, once he, he, like, manages to get Lan Wangji's attention, after Lan Wangji, like, glares at him for a little bit, he's like, hey, aren't you going to acknowledge me? And, like, Lan Wangji gets up and walks, he's like, excuse me. Yeah. And Wei Wushan's like, of course! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like as he's walking away, Wei Wushan is like, "Oh, um, uh, Lanjan, your uh, forehead ribbon is crooked," and he uh, not, yeah, so he just wants to get his fucking attention again because he needs it to yeah, survive. But, but then he he checks it anyway, and he it, he gets mad. He gets super mm-hmm. mad. He yeah. he gives like this he most beautiful it. glare. I'm like Lan Wangji is the most beautiful man in the world. He really I fucking is. It. I will shout. I want to know what his hair care secrets are. I would die for hair that lustrous. Honestly, I don't know what his hair care secrets are, but I know we've talked extensively about his like twelve step skincare Mm -hmm. routine. I'll tell you what. I think that that cold spring probably does wonders for your hair because the cold Mm -hmm. water seals the follicle. It makes it shinier. Okay, from what I know. So that's my thing with it. You know, we're we're thinking with we're thinking on all cylinders now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're doing, all sixty nine of them. Yep, all sixty nine of them. We're doing one. we're doing big things. So then some drums happen and some flags go up. And it, before we get into this, I feel like we should like kind of lay out the setup here. So there's like the normal regular ground level where all the disciples from all the sects are like huttering around, and then there's like kind of a like a red carpet sort of thing going up to a little raised area with some steps that lead up to it. And then there's some more stairs on top of that, and then this big fancy pavilion with these, all these wind flags because like around their parts, they're you know they're king shit, of course. Oh, yeah. So yeah, and then there's so there's a dude on the pavilion level, call the sect leaders to come up. And my next note 
is in what size is this? Very large font, just <laughs> knifing boyfriend and a million exclamation points. Yeah, the so, large angry man is here. Uh -huh. Okay, okay, wait. Okay, I want to roast some sect leaders, but first, let's get through the parade of this. Okay, so we first off we get the world's largest man. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's huge. Then he's very big. Then we get Lan Chiren, and then we get a yellow man, and then. Then we actually get to see people interact. And this is where, okay, so the world's largest, angriest man. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about this man, sect leader, Nye Mingjue. Let me tell you. So as a lesbian, once a year, <laughs> I'm issued a coupon that I can trade in for one physically large fictional meathead to be straight for. <laughs> and it'd be very easy to call me rash for trading mine in sometime around like February 10th for this man, but we're almost halfway through 2019 and I only get more satisfied with my decision every day. It's going strong. It's good. So he's in green. He's got this cool half ponytail. He's mad as shit. Always. And he's fucking huge. Oh, yeah. He, he, he just fills up the screen. It's... Yeah. He's got ginormous width. titties. He is a complete unit. He is the tallest character in the series. It's true. Mm -hmm. One he thing you gotta boy. know about NMJ is that he's big. He is an absolute fuck. This is, this is Ninden Mains Johnson. So, this is Ninden Mains Johnson. <laughs> it is Ninden Mains the Johnson. Famous, the famous Ninden Mains Johnson. So remember how uh, everyone used to get on Song about not pissing off his enormous angry brother? This is why. This is him. <laughs> and so, like, so, and this is like the second discussion conference that Song has just not been at. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's not allowed to go to them. I'm picturing he's like he's like in the parking lot of the Wen's house, like sitting on his brother's sword. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like he's got like some some Nye sect like secret service guys forming a perimeter around him, and he's got like a little umbrella, you know, and he's got his sunglasses on, and he's sitting there watching Game Grumps on an iPad. He's set up. He's got snacks. Oh, he's good. <laughs> and he's and he's smoking a bowl. He's he has to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Why bong? Yeah. I, yeah, you know what? I feel like NMJ probably spent the six hours preceding this discussion conference just like crouching down by Nye Huaisong, still in bed. He's like, all right, we got uh, two hours left before we got to ship out. You coming or not? And he was like, Huaisong's like, um, give, me, give me an hour and I'll see how I feel in an hour. <laughs> He comes back in an hour. He's like, all right, how you feel? Hi, so I was like, ah, just like, I don't know. I need a nap first. <laughs> NMJ comes back after he naps. All right, you coming or not? We've got about 30 minutes. And my son's like, ah, you know, I'm just really not feeling it. <laughs> and NMJ at that point is just like, has given up. And he's like, all right, well, I'm about to head out then. Yeah. Fucking bye. <laughs> head out. Go paint a fan or something. <laughs> so that's <laughs> so good. Or he leaves. He leaves Huaisong at the at the sword because that's the <laughs> mode of transportation. And he says, "Don't get kidnapped. Don't get the sword stolen." Like, oh, I'm, okay. I'm gonna take you with me just in case you actually want to go once we get there. Because you know, you always say you're never gonna know how you feel until you get there. So I'm just gonna oh take you with God. me. They get off the sword. He's like, "All right." Come on, come on, a song. Let's do it. Let's do it. And Huaisong, I'm just like, I'm just, no. I'm just gonna sit on the sword. You know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Gucci. I'm chilling. No. Thanks. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So NMJ's looking at all the 
like tables that the winds have set up for all the other sect leaders and how they're like a whole level lower than the winds cool huge roofed pavilion which like a roof would help since they're in the desert the winds probably have air conditioning in there yeah like mm -hmm. they're they have it's magic they can have magic hvac yeah and then the rest <laughs> of you guys have to sit all the way down here like a bunch of assholes bake in the noonday sun and he fucking hates it he's so mad oh yeah he's like who do these guys think they're and Lon Chi ren comes up and it's like now 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 sec leader Nye, don't get all praxis on us i'm just like fucking <laughs> he is a true fucking comrade because right? he's like what the fuck are these people doing and launchy launchy run is the fucking centrist yeah uh-huh when clan what they deserve like launchy Ren should have let nia ming joy shoot his fucking shot that's all true. I'm saying. Uh -huh. he really should have like he like huffs off to his table and launchy ren is like now please not with the direct action today let's not do this i know you're mad about your dad which killed so in the books um I'm bringing this up here because they don't bring it up in this scene, but I feel like no. it's important for context. So, so here's what happened with the late dad Nie. Um, so remember how their sect is all about LARPing as barbarians with their <laughs> sabers. Um, mm -hmm. So some years back, I can't remember. I did the math on this. It was, I guess like four or five years before all this or something. Um, all the sect leaders and whoever else was important went to the nightless city for when Rohan's birthday, because he's a grown man who throws birthday parties for himself. I love and, him. <laughs> and Batty. someone had the brain God cultivation master idea to give when Rohan a saber as a birthday present. And uh, since, uh... since when Rohan's two defining traits are evil and cuckoo for fucking cocoa puffs, <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, Hey, sec leader, let's step up. Let's duel. And killed the shit out of him in front of everybody. Uh, so I forget how, like, exactly it went down, but it, basically it wasn't a fair fight, because, like, I mean, consider everything, but, like, when Rohan basically got off on a technicality for fucking killing somebody. Yeah. You know? Like a sect leader. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah that's a lot. I guess, yeah, I guess when it's your birthday, you get one, you get a pass to kill somebody. Like, yeah. imagine, like, imagine your dad's work friend, like... <laughs> invites him over for birthday drinks and murders the shit out of him, but he gets off on a technicality, and then later he invites some other dudes to, like, a baseball game only to live it up in the VIP lounge while he puts you, like, at the very back row behind a concrete pillar. But everyone else you're there with starts telling you not to make a scene about it because he can just have security throw you out and beat you within an inch of your life behind a dumpster. That's NMJ right now. Yeah. It, honestly. And it's very sad. It's sad. You he hate deserves better. He deserves better he deserved better anyway oh boy oh oh my next section of notes oh now this now that now we can really get into roasting some sec leaders let's roast some bitches oh shit yeah so next we got this yellow man <sighs> i'm so ready to I dunk on this motherfucker greasy complacent motherfucker he and they're flapping his little fan around just being yeah like, oh yeah Yay. i know like, if you opened him up and tried to find his soul, you would find, like, a flake of Gary Busey's elbow skin. Like, that is how <laughs> fucking gross he makes me feel! You'd find Fuck. a Playboy magazine. Yeah. Honestly. That's all That's all that's inside of him. Like, with water damage. Together. That's important. Yeah. yeah. Moldy-ass, falling-apart <laughs> Playboy magazine. This Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Jin Guangshan, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. He tosses his shitty yellow robe back and has a seat, and he's like, "Hell yeah, respectability politics." And 
fuck this guy. Literally. Like, okay, you don't really get to see it in this season, but if you've read the novel, I'm going to tell you, all right, there are some evil, horrible, absolutely vile individuals in this franchise, but this mm-hmm. fucking simpering, fan-waving, bootlicking piece of shit is the absolute most abhorrent, morally reprehensible scumbag out of all of them. He's like, yeah, don't get mad, just have a drink. He sounds like, I think he sounds like that, right? He's like, like the moment I realized I did not like this man was when uh, Ren Rohan comes out. Yeah, and he's the yes. only person like, yeah, he fucking, oh. yeah. <laughs> God. I, oh my god, he, when Rohan comes up and this fucker looks up at him and like busts a nut and it's like, I have it as an emoji right now. Let me just, <laughs> it's just, where's fucking Septipus at? Is he not in this, whatever, I'll put it in here. I'll put it in literally. Oh my god. So, Septipus, huge emoji, this piece of garbage. Fascism? Yeah, he's like, uh, where? Is it? It's in, it's in the general. <laughs> Fuck this oh, guy. just looking at his face. Ew. God. Oh my god. But he's, like, he's not even, at least for this episode, he's not even the worst person that shows up yeah. in this episode. But he, no. yeah, so he's like, I don't see where everybody gotta hate. And like, oh. he's the old description Drill used to have that was like, rat with human face given metal by World Health Organization. <laughs> yep. Under investigation for securities fraud looking ass. Oh yeah, he's uh-huh. Jim's dad, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah, that's Jin Z Kwan is his only legitimate son. Yeah, he's got a lot of kids. He loves to fuck. This two things you got to know about this man is that he loves to fuck and he loves to lick boot. Yep, and he he just loves having his dick out. He got to yeah. have his dick wet. And then John Fengmian comes up and he's just sitting down clicking like <laughs> He's like he's like well, other than us who's going to sit sit up there with Jumbo Spicy Big Win. And we find out oh, in the next boy. few seconds. Cause this dude comes. sucks ass! Oh this my god, sucks. fucking Wen Chow, the slimiest, nastiest, greasiest motherfucker, the most Scum sadistic idiot. Bag. Toilet water. Yeah. Signed in such a way earth. that there is absolutely no doubt in your mind whose side he is on. You oh, absolutely. Know. You can tell by his fucking eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes! This beady-eyed, pop-collar, disrespectful salute given rat of a man. That's what it reminded me of. The who? Wait, his eyebrows. Didn't it, it reminded me of that one guy from Bleach, with, where his eyebrows just get even more elaborate and crazy the longer <laughs> the goes on. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. my God. Oh, and fuck. All right. Jin Guangshan is Wen Chao with less entitled sadism. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Wen Chao is Jin Guangshan with less self-assured complacency. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. There you go. They're like the same character, yeah. basically. I enjoyed so that. Thank them, you. Like, it's good. Evil. It's cinematic parallels. We're more actively evil. Yeah. You know? So the announcer guy says, yeah, the announcer guy says, second young master Wen, and up comes second young master Wen, who's Wen Chao. And this guy fucking sucks. He does like a disrespectful salute at the other sect leaders, and he's Wen Rohan's large adult son. <laughs> and uh, Niaming Joy is like, are y'all happy? Y'all see this? Are y'all, ha- y'all okay with this? Is this cool? This what you wanted? Sure. And like, okay. And Lon Chi Ren actually gets mad at that because like Yeah, this is what makes him this mad. This is what makes him mad. Like they're like he's like, uh, they're they're breaking tradition. This is yeah. unacceptable. Did you notice <laughs> he like oh. Lon Chi Ren slams his shot glass down and he's got like a little plate of beer nuts? <laughs> they're yeah, fucking CGI. <laughs> they're CGI. I wrote that in my notes. 
Oh my god, I, I wasn't sure what I was seeing for a second, but you're right. I was like, I was like you, you could have just drawn those. It, it's not that hard. Holy shit. Really it's not. Like a completely stationary bowl of peanuts, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, we got to download the asset that's a plate of salted almonds. God. <laughs> the shit rules. So then there's big drums, and all the Wen guys, like, kneel, and they're like, all hail the oh clan. Like, do you want to talk about this, dude? The Wen clan salutation to Wen Rohan makes me fucking sick. <laughs> like, these next couple episodes genuinely unsettle me, because they're incredibly powerful and incredibly just, like, deeply, deeply disturbing. He loves to do fascism. He loves to do a yep. fascism. And Rohan, fucking God. Wen Rohan, please, it really is like... You, it might the, honestly when they are kneeling and doing the salutation, it really might as well have a giant. Does this remind you of anything? Yeah. Across the screen? Mm -hmm. Does this mean anything? Does this mean anything? Does this mean anything? Mean anything? Yeah. Mm. He's, yeah, he's like extremely cartoon villain. You don't even really oh. see him. Not really. I mean, it's all. Much. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. also it's all like very close up shots of his face, and he has like the same eyebrows as his nasty little son, and he's he has the. Let me just say, the only good part of this character... He is very handsome. He's mm -hmm. very handsome, and he has a stellar fucking set of acrylics. Uh -huh. Like those stilettos, you know they're Swarovski-encrusted. They just didn't have the budget to render each individual rhinestone. Like, in reality, each fingernail has its own gigantic gem and string of miniature pearls attached. Like, that's the money, when Rohan sees. The money that went to the fucking beer nuts should have gone to his fingernails, and that's all uh -huh. I have to say about that. Uh-huh. I agree Wholeheartedly. Don't gloss over his cool little forehead gem that yeah. matches his nails. Uh -huh. He's got oh, a yeah. sexy little forehead gem. He is styling. He he takes like all these like very he check out this symbolism motions where he like walks in front of the sun and he's like silhouetted. And it's like, yeah, because the Wen's sigil is a sun, so you gotta remember the more important sun here oh. is the one that is Wen's. So uh, yeah, this is this is where Jin Guangsheng busts a nut watching him just like be imposing up there. He's so horny for the fascism. Oh my nipples! <laughs> everyone is going to be just like that right along with him, and then he looks around. And he's like, "Yeah." It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, he, nobody else. Yeah, he sees that nobody else likes it, and then he acts like he hates it too. I swear to God, I would wrangle this man into the deepest swirly. Absolutely. I might be five. Oh my god. Anyway. Oh yeah, and NMJ takes a shot. Oh he's yeah. like <laughs> he's like, fuck this shit. He's like, you see this? I tried to tell y'all. It's so oh god, it's so so he's like he's gotta be like your age, Ray. He's like twenty-four. Yeah. And then he's having to work with all of these dudes who are like in their forties and don't give as much of a shit and are trying to be like, it's fine. This is fine and normal to some varying extent. It's so exactly right now. Oh it makes God, me so mad. I'm so frustrated. And I think why these next couple of episodes make me so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Any one of these dudes could have done something. Any one of them. Uh -huh. Instead of just, you know, I don't want to say complacent, but there was definitely bootlicking involved. Absolutely. A little bit. So, oh. yeah. So everyone else is like, oh yeah, all the other disciples are like, well, guess I'll offer a mandated salute. And Wen Xiao makes like evil conspiratory face at his dad. And then it's time for some archery competition. Yeah! yeah! That's my fucking shit. So there's like a, an arch parentheses geological formation. 
with like magic in it and it looks like like bubble fluid and a bubble wand and it goes away and then we get the rules yep the rules so the rules are like there's a bunch of mannequin target dummies all in the competition area and some of them have ghosts in them and if you shoot one of the possessed targets good if you miss or if you shoot a normal target then fuck you you get eliminated and whoever hits the most ghost targets wins which is good for their whole sect so jojo's bizarre adventure part six stone forest everyone goes in Uh uh-huh and yeah and everyone's like getting ready to go wen chow makes angry face while drinking and sees some wen kid lined up and remember when young it's him how could we fucking forget oh i have things to say about this i know and when chow when chow is like who the fuck is this can i say <laughs> dude when chow is such a rat bastard piece of shit his va is doing such a good like, like oh i know on the line later yeah, he's having yeah. such a good time voicing this fucking scuzzball oh, he's yeah. got this like perfect nasally shitty asshole voice wait wait shit it's so good <laughs> oh, yes but this, just, oh god, the moment he says, hey, who is this? He shouldn't be lying. He, his lineage, he's barely a win. Why is he here? And just from the body language of yeah. when you can just tell, this is not the first time something like this has happened to him. Oh, yeah, no, all he wants to do so desperately is to fit in with everyone else. Mm-hmm. And people like Wen Chao have made sure he always remembers he's not really one of them. And it makes you feel so terrible. You know what's so weird about because that? Because I know it's what like, that feels kinda, like. Oh, they yeah. They do the same thing the way with Sean and the John sect. Why are y'all trying to make me cry on a fucking podcast? <laughs> because it's real raw emotion and that's what the people want. I am not joking when I say there are tears forming in my fucking eyeballs. I'm just anyway. like, these anyway, tears are heaviness in me when I realize. And the fact that... Wei Wushan is the only person who stands up for him. None of the yes. other ones say a damn word. He steps up to stand for him so hard. Right. And yeah, he's like, he's good at archery, actually. And when yeah. Xiao's like, yeah, you're a pretty good archer. And he's like, good enough for pheasant hunting, my dude. And when Xiao just talks shit at everyone for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So he has Wen Yang come up to like prove he can do archery and Wei Wushan's like, oh, but he's an anxiety boy. Yeah. Yeah, he- And his performance, uh, yeah, I feel relatable. it in my soul. Big old movie. <laughs> oh, yes. Just, and, oh, yeah. and he's just like, and he's just like, all right, fine, take a shot, show me what you can do. And you can see how badly his hands are shaking as oh, he yeah. takes aim. And Wei Wushan tries to encourage him, you know, you know, you did so well back there, you can do this. Yeah. Misses that target by a country mile. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It hurts. It really sucks. And it's like, and then, like, of course, like, when Chow laughs at him, like, oh, he's a fantastic archer. Fuck out of here. Yeah. And, like, Sean is still trying to, like, lift him. Yes. And, like, he just wants to uplift the the downtrodden and the people he likes and make them happy. And that's just the fucking, that's so beautiful to me. He's such a good young It's like, man. you can just tell, like, in that moment, just in the way, like, when Yin kind of looks at him, it's like, He's made a friend for life. Like he will have Wei Wushan's back no matter what. Absolutely and he does. He's he like, does. you defended me. I will now die. He's like, let fucking literally. <laughs> anyway, Wait, yeah, Wei Wushan like brothers thing. Like, did we just become best friends? Like that. <laughs> <Yeah. time>? <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking Speedwagon and Jonathan, yes! where like uh, they have one encounter, and Speedwagon is like, I will look after the rest of your family for the rest of my life. Turns out Fucking I would die for you. It's so right? good. Yeah, Wei Wushan's like, cheer up, little buddy. You just got nervous. And uh, he says, uh, yeah, he, he 
basically like he's here to stand for your boy, but he's also not going to pass up the opportunity to dunk on Zhang Cheng because he's like, oh yeah, he's oh, like, yeah. I know, yeah, I only know three people in the whole cultivation world better than you. Points at Zhang Cheng. Is like not this asshole, <laughs> LMAO. And Zhang Cheng, of course, punches him in yeah. the lower back. Like, and he just want to die. Bar. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh my god, that's that's a killing blow. And this is not the first time that Zhang Chang punches Wei Wuxian I mean, in the body in this episode. He's the only one here who's got to live with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but Wei Wuxian is like, Wen Young, little dude, just practice. It's Gucci. Mm-hmm. So that's that. And then, then we're in the stone forest. And it's like dim and foggy and creepy and... Zhang Cheng is like, he tells Wei Wuxian and their little disciple buddies to split up into two groups so that he and Wei Wuxian can go have main character things happen to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like a montage of them crawling around. Oh my god. It sucks. It, Zhang Cheng bumps his little head. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically, it's like, it's like that part in Fellowship of the Ring where Gandalf keeps hitting his head on the ceiling in Bag End. Yeah. I have <laughs> the exact primal monkey humor response to <laughs> <laughs> And keep in mind, I was 11 when Fellowship of the Ring came out, so I don't really know what that says about me and my level. (laughs) (laughs) I found it very humorous. It's good. It's good. And yeah, so they're crawling around, and Wei Wishon's like, you have no idea where he hates it. And Wei Wishon loves that he hates it, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh And then, yeah, eventually they emerge, and they look up scary ghost mannequins. And I forgot these things had, like, actual faces. Yeah, they're little creepy faces with little yeah. red eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be, like, Harry Potter on main, but they look like fucking Dementors, and I'm like, they I don't do. like it. Little bit! They look like a cross between Dementors and the mass-produced Avas in End of Evangelion. Oh my oh, god! god. god. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, so one of them comes right at Zhang Cheng, and he gets scared and freezes, but Wei Wuxian comes and kills it and before it can bite his face off. And then fireworks go up, Hungy Games style. Mm-hmm. And it's in, yeah, it's in the shape of the Zhang Lotus yeah, to show that a Zhang boy got a ghost, and it's good. And all, you cut back to all the sect leaders, and they can all see it back where they are. And being the brown-nosing piece of shit he is, Jin... Yeah, Wei he's Wei like, yeah, he's, nice, uh-huh. bro. Yeah, he's the first one to hop on Zhang Fengmian's dick about it, and he's like... You well, guys are totally gonna win again this year. That's so great for you. I know, right? God. And then some more fireworks go up, and there's like some lawn clouds and a gin and a nie critter. I love the nie. I love that their motif is just a like horned beast. It's good. And mm-hmm. everybody else's is just like a cute floral pattern. Yeah. Like, you mess with the bull, you get the horns, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And when, yeah, Wen Xiao hates it, and then a Wen firework goes up and he makes smug face. But then, like, five black Wen fireworks go up, which means that five Wen dudes got eliminated. And Jin, got- yeah, Jin Guangxiang is like, oh, good thing I started climbing on Zhang Fengmian's hog because all the Wens are kind of fucking it all up. You know oh, who God. loves it, though? It cuts to NMJ, and he's like the smuggest I've ever seen. Uh-huh. He's just like, take a fucking sip. He's basically just say, thinking, like, well, when you do clownery, the, the clown. Yes! Yeah, it's, it's amazing how much of a episode. running theme the clownery coming back on you is. It's right. the smuggest face I have ever seen a human being make in, in animation. Right. He's like, look at God. Look at what God can do. He is, you know, that, please. Can you, I'm sorry, can you say the, the clownery line but in Hank Hill's voice? Because we've talked about how NMJ <laughs> is Hank Hill. And I've been waiting <laughs> for fucking time for you to do the voice. Oh, I forgot. Come on now. When you do clownery, the clownery comes back on you. 
and NHS is Robbie, is Robbie Hill. But that's Hill. for another. Yeah. That's my fan. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> that boy ain't really. <laughs> God. What are you talking about? Jesus. What? Fuck you. He goes to like take a drink, but you don't actually see him drink anything. And I don't think you would see him actually take a drink ever. He like just he's gonna, but I don't think we ever do it. He like ever... sips tea, uh, yeah. like in spirit. We stand an edge. Uh -huh. he, he took a shot in the beginning of the. Did episode? he take a shot? I don't remember if we actually saw it. I'm pretty sure he knocked one back. It's Ooh. victory one. So <laughs> doesn't count doesn't count as breaking edge if it's victory one. Yeah, there you go. So Wen Xiao wants to go do the damn thing. So he goes up and asks his dad and makes like malicious fuckwad face at the other sect leaders. And then we go back to the Yeah. Because he sees they're getting clowned on and he's like, Ooh, not while I'm sitting here. I'm gonna go in and, and be single handed. Shit. He loves to quote, unquote, do it. single handedly win shit. <laughs> <laughs> so mm -hmm. then we go back to the stone forest and Wei Wuxian be ghost busting and he goes he's about to take out one of these targets and then mm. an arrow comes out of nowhere and then the wind fireworks go up because guess who just stole his kill just to be shitty yep and not even he he stole the kill yeah like, not only to be shitty but also just for clout like I yeah. feel like it's on the same kind of wavelength as like buying followers on Instagram just like following somebody behind Following behind somebody like fucking their shit for clout. What show would buy followers credit. on Instagram? Oh, yeah, he would. Uh, he's trying to be an up. he's trying to be an influencer like so hard. Wei Wuxian around and it's not working. All his kills after Wei Wuxian's done all the work, and then eventually, like Wei Wuxian snipes him back and makes his arrow miss the target. So Wen Xiao gets eliminated. And then he he gets like fought, like three arrows out at once from his little his little hype man that he's got following uh -huh. him around, and he's about to shoot him at Wei Wuxian, and Wei Wuxian is like, um, you see that light in the sky? That means you're eliminated, so you can't fire any more arrows. Yeah. Do you really want to break the rules? And Wen Chao is like, he's just like, fuck the rules. I am. I'm fuck the rules. I'm. I am the decider. He's like, <laughs> I'm the one who knows. He's like this <laughs> shitty ass, like, referee. Like, there's this legitimate one in fucking baseball, in Major League Baseball, who recently got into an argument with the GM of the Houston Astros and literally said, I can do what I want. I can do what I want. And fucking, like, ejected him. That is Wen Chow. Oh my gosh. Not, not to be like IRL sports, but that's what fucking. Basically. That's Wen Chow. And I hate him. Thanks. When, and so essentially, yeah. Wen Chao is is throwing like this baby tantrum, stomping his feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah sort of tantrum like, where somebody potentially behind could die. Wei Wuxian is like Zhang Cheng in like a red shirt, and the red shirt is like, oh well, look at look at the winds. Of course, they would react like this. Yeah. And Wen Chao, of course, like turns his his fucking like the three arrows towards this kid because you know no shit talking the winds. And, like he fucking fires mm -hmm. them, and the kid is right. Line of sight, but then guess who shows up? Well, wait before before we get to before we get to homeboy. There's like a close up on Wen Chao's eye when he goes sicko mode, and <laughs> honestly, his eyeliner Absolutely. he's doing the most. Yeah, he, he learned that from his dad, and you know it. Yeah. Uh -huh. Anyway, wait. Can I can I just say the line that the kid says is "fish begins to stink at the head," and I'm like, "Bitch, you right." Yeah, wow. it's good. Like he he throw that he shit. Said that. Anyway, he's, yeah. So Wen Chao fires an arrow, and then. Guess what? We hear some Zither notes. Mm -hmm. And it's here your boy Lan And the, and the boy here. is here. He has come to save Just casually jumping like 40 feet into the air. The defender 
all righteousness and justice going where the chaos is, Lan Wang Ji. And he, he fucking does this Hanzo Shimada ass move yes. where he likes. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you what, I because I remember the sequence. He fired one arrow, splits the first one, those two halves knock into the, the ones on the right and left. And then that arrow that Lan Wang Ji fired goes right and like curves because it's guided by his spirit or whatever it curves right into a ghost yoink and his little light pops up and he says nothing yep <laughs> he it, just comes in does his fucking thing i said it his curves veins. all over the place you're dude if zijian is hermit purple then this arrow is emperor so that's my jojo theory for today yeah i was thinking thus for the second time this episode the Wens get clowned. The Wens get super clowned. Yeah, on. I like that. The Wens get clown. When clown? Honestly. When clown? What, not not when chow, when clown. But when clown. Oh, why didn't I think of this? Oh my <laughs> god, that's brilliant. When clown. Wow. That is who he is to me now. Beautiful. When clown. That's really good. <laughs> my definite runner-up and also my display name on my side blog for the longest time was when should. But um extremely. <laughs> <laughs> so Lan Wangji lands. And Weiwishan's like, nice shot! And he notices that his forehead ribbon is, like, legit crooked. And Lan Wangji's, like, pathetic. Yeah. And he reaches out, and, like, of course he reaches out himself to fix it. And he rips Lan Chan's purity ring off. Yeah. And and I think, can, can I take a moment to kind of explain, like, what into his reaction to this? Absolutely. Sure! Yes, and, and uh, Ray already knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> but I, I, I've, got a, I've got a foot in the fire, I can't turn back. Got it. So, uh, this is not the only kind of, uh, like, sort of ghost, uh, like, paranormal uh, elimination media I am familiar uh -huh. with. I am also <laughs> a big fan of Ghostbusters. You are um, the number one Ghostbusters person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I go that far, but, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, when I first started watching this series, I was like, hmm, this, this Long One G fella, he, he reminds me, I like him. He, he reminds me of somebody, but I just can't put my finger oh! on him. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Oh, is this not what you thought I was going to say? Oh. <laughs> no, no, it was close. <laughs> well, so, and then it, a couple of episodes in, it hits me. The dark hair and eyes. You know? The stoic manner. The hyper-competence in everything he does. Uh -huh. The Bustin. He really is fantasy Chinese Egon Spengler. There you go. Yes! <laughs> Hitting it. He is my special boy in Ghostbusters. <laughs> and it really hit me here because... Obviously, you can tell Long Wen Ji is filled with rage. Oh, oh yeah, there's this is so good. Yeah. Done. He's audibly seething. There's this dramatic swell of music. Dude, like there's just a shadow over his face, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's like you get the sense that, I mean, that's the angriest by far we've ever seen him. And you just mm -hmm. get the sense that if, in fact, he were to let that rage loose, he would fuck you up. You'd be dead. Oh, and absolutely it, it reminded me of the scene in Ghostbusters when Walter Peck, the EPA agent, shows up after the ghost the ghost vault's blown, ghosts have escaped all over the place, and he starts ranting about how, I'm gonna get you shut down, you guys are done, you're going to jail. And Egon, who has, been, who has up to this point been very calm, very collected, just explodes and says, your mother! And he lunges. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> actually legitimately tries to strangle him. And the Word. only reason he not succeed <laughs> is because Peter and Ray pull him off. Otherwise, Walter Peck would have been just down, <laughs> dead. Yep. <laughs> and, so, and, so it's, I, and I really got the sense that, yeah, he if, if he did not have so much self-control, 
he probably would have gone straight for Wei Wuxian's neck too. Oh, he would have gone sicko mode. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyway, yeah, that's my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It rolls. Harold Ramis confirmed on one. Yeah, extremely. So he he fucking like snaps his bow into pieces and he fucks off and he's so mad. And Wei Wuxian is like, what? What just happened? Well, in fact, that he is so mad. He just leaves the entire tournament early. He yep. fucking bails, dude. Can I, bails. can I have my TED Talk moment about this scene also? Yes, please. Go okay, please. so in my notes, I have an asterisk rhythmically chanting, forehead ribbon, forehead ribbon, forehead ribbon. And <laughs> this yes. scene hurts to watch for me. Yeah. Because cause I read the novel. It's just how well written it is. Yeah. Because you feel so bad for him, and you don't even know what the significance mm -hmm. of the ribbon is. Uh-huh, but yep. since I read the novel, I do. And I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but that's why it hurts so much to watch. Because mm -hmm. yeah. Wei Wuxian doesn't know that he's just fucking with, like, a clan tradition. Like, yeah, he doesn't yeah. know the meaning of the ribbon, but he doesn't know what he's doing specifically to Long Wangji's feelings. Yeah, and yeah. at the angle where there's just shadow over his eyes, it looks like Long Wangji's going to cry. But that's just me. Yeah. It, I, oh, it really does. Oh, all I could see was rage, but I didn't even think about that. I just, I oh, felt like man. he was going to cry. But This is basically the moment where the universe is telling him, dude, grabbing him by the collar and going- <laughs> She's literally grabbing me so <laughs> And going, you're gay! Right? <laughs> yeah. Because he wants that forehead ribbon to be off, but he wants it so goddamn bad. But he, does, he can't, it can't be like this. It hurts. That shit hurt it. That shit hurt it. That shit hurt it. Hurt it. Hurt it. No. Yeah, that's my TED talk. He fucks off, and then we cut to like the ceremony the following day. Is it the following day, or is it just that afternoon? It's the afternoon, I think. Super dark. Okay. All right. No, I guess it was just dark in like the arena, and then we came out back yeah and it turns out that yeah it turns out this is where we find out that lan wangji left the competition after that still and got like fourth place though he still got fourth place uh -huh. like do you ever have such a moment with your crush that you need to just drop out of the football game two-thirds of the way through kind of yep. and yeah and john chang is like wait with sean everybody knows the significance of the lawn ribbon he must fucking hate you and he says something here that made me really mad because he just sounded exactly like sam when he said it like mandarin be damned oh my god i got mad anyway wen chow's mad again like what else is new and as he, it turns out uh of the top four places uh none of them have the surname Wen. so yeah uh -huh. that's uh -huh. the thing yeah and, like i'm gonna say something true pain is watching jong chang getting so excited to hear yun mang jung get this first is... place and then his face just falls when they call Wei it's, Wuxian. Yeah. It's literally, it's literally, place you can pinpoint the moment where his heart rips in half. Yeah, give this boy some therapy, please. God. Yeah. I'm so fucking serious. Yeah. Please, God. They're like, Yun Meng Zhang's clan, and he's smiling. Wei Wuxian, and he's heartbroken. Yep, absolutely. And their little chunky friend, like, picks Wei Wuxian up and is spinning him around, yeah, and like they're all the so proud of him. So excited because so, it's like yeah. when one of them wins, all of them wins. It's like it's like representing your country in the Olympics. You know? Yeah, they're so happy for him. And when when Young is watching them side, and he's so just calmly, reverently happy for him. Mm. It's so good. What a baby! He's and an angel. Four seven yeah. seven baby. Four seven four seven seven baby. Four seven seven baby. Yes. And so the other, the rest of the rankings are. Lan Chi Chen came in second. Mm -hmm. Jin Si Xuan coming out in third place. Mm -hmm. He was stepping out, yeah. yeah he was Xuan. And then LWJ in fourth, which, like, Jesus of Christ. 
And like it cuts to the adults talking after it and they're like, a lot of them are really worried that the wins are going to get super petty about this because none of them actually won. They're like, oh, I wonder what kind of punishment we're going to get for being yeah. better than the wins. Yeah, like, and guess who's oh, the yeah. one? Jin Guangshan again. And he's like, of course. He's like, oh, Secretary Wen is obviously displeased. Like, <laughs> we hogged the limelight. How rude of us to be so arrogant. Oh, no. Like, Ugh. this got the most urgent boot licking date. Like, he's had this shit circled on his calendar for months. Xuan Zheng, Year, G Mao, whatever date. Personally shine Wen Rohan's shoes with tongue. His ass in person. Engage in eager act of fascism apologism. Oh, Fuck this guy. And he's bad. But you know who's the angriest out of everybody here? It's Wen Rohan, because we cut up to there, to his little air-conditioned podium thing, and he's like the type of mad where you're just like dizzy and seeing colors and sweating he's inside, seething. but outside... You're completely he's like, if I don't get out of here right now, then I am not going to be responsible for what I do. So he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. all right, everybody, um, I'm I'm deuces. Uh, enjoy yeah. your drink. <laughs> yeah, very good. I must leave now. Hey, you know, this guy had just kind of has a torture chamber in his castle and everybody just kind of knows about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> just a cool aside. I'm yeah. so shocked. And then, yeah, and then Zhang Fengmian is like, the children are our future. And then the, the scenery is really cool, and then that's the episode. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a lot. This, There's so much. This would basically, in a lot of other kind of, like, anime and stuff, would this would very much be a filler episode. We've had a lot of important character development here. Hell yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. So... We have something in this channel, so do you want to do the Jesse McMinute? Oh, fuck Absolutely. yeah. fucking lutely I want to do the Jesse McMinute. The <laughs> hell? Woo! Okay, okay, I think this is a topic that we can talk about. Let me get my, so, let me get my timer on. All right. One minute, all right, and let's go. So today we're going to talk about what a crossover for this would look like. I know you're thinking, Fallon, what the fuck are you talking about? This takes place in ancient China, and Jesse McCree is a brown cowboy from 2076 and i'm here to tell you i don't give a fuck (laughs) all right he's gonna ride on a sword like a surfboard and he's gonna love it oh my god he would be so into it it's so like not only is riding on your on your sword like a surfboard like totally convenient it's also badass as fuck i'm trying to think of what a revolver would look like in ancient china would his would his sword be called peacekeeper his sword would absolutely be called Peacekeeper. That's what I thought. Could, and I think, you know what? I think if he were to be a member of any clan, it would probably be the John. I like that. I like a, I like John McCree. It's I good. think he would be very handsome in those purple robes. Purple, handsome McCree. That's time for the McMinute. Thank you so much. That was great. Thank you. Always, always. That was a work of art. I don't even overwatch, and I was just... I was very impressed. I love him. I will talk about him. Like, if I could just have a podcast where Roy asked me twi- questions about Jesse McCree and I answered them in an hour, I think I would be happy with that. <laughs> hey, Roy, I have a really cool idea. So, so it's like Jesse McCree is to you a li- kind of as Egon Spengler is to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's my fucking boy. That's my boy. Understood. You gotta love it. Anyway, I believe we probably. We do have week. some questions. Questions. If you want to say, if you have any questions, uh, go ahead and send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com or cloudrecessespod at gmail.com or you can send them via Twitter at cloudrecess. You get one pod. 
So we got a couple questions. This one comes in from PR the Disaster on Tumblr, and I like this. PR the Disaster asks, aside from supernatural exorcism, Sex Pistols-esque archery, yeah. what other sports do you think would be a good competition between families? Swordboarding tricks competition like in Tony Hawk? American Idol what style instrument playing? What sports do you think would be a good competition between families? Swordboarding tricks competition like in Tony Hawk? American Idol style instrument playing? I think that the clans should all get together to do a legged race. I was going to say a three-legged race would be very easy. Maybe they ride their swords with the egg on the spoon. Oh my god. I like that. I think they should do that. Maybe a potato sack race. Just good wholesome fun. The father-son Oh, God. <laughs> I'm fucking thinking bowling and like their bowling shirts with like they have clear oh. bowling shirts. Yeah, God. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. They have little embroidered sigils. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. I just imagine Long G in like a, a crisp, crisp <laughs> white bowling shirt with like cool, like. Like, it's swirly, like, cloudy insignia, like, kind of edgy, too, you know, uh-huh. just walking in, like, sky blue and white, uh, like, saddle shoe-type bowling shoes, <laughs> hair up in a high ponytail. He's got the bowling gloves on. Sweatband. He's custom, custom, <laughs> custom sweatband, custom bowling ball. He's ready to fucking party. <laughs> he's got his own, he's got to have his own bowling shoes, too. Like, he's not going to come up and rent oh, somebody's clown fuck no. no. Fuck he's no. He's got shit custom made. He's a lawn. He has a little bit of self-respect. He has his own special little Thank cubby you. to keep the shoes in. Nobody else is uh-huh. God, absolutely. But if, well, it's reserved for him. I was thinking about this, and I, I can see a part, the sex, we have a lot of, of young men, like, in their teens and 20s, right? So it hits me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate Ooh, the choice yes. of, of college shoots everywhere. Absolutely. I think a nice paintball. I think a nice, paintball. Yeah, paintball. I think a nice game of lacrosse, maybe. Ray, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, uh-huh. Because this is your specialty. Yeah. Which sect do you think on their own has little home competitions in vape tricks? Wow. I think the Wens are douchey enough to have that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. The lawns do have the cloud motif though. Yeah, um, but I don't think that they would make a competition out of it because it's you can't even tell in the cloud recesses anyway. That's, That's true. true. You mean, know what? You have a point. They do. Yeah, they hit the medicinal jewel. Hell yeah! Straight from California. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cal- the California it's recesses. From the unclean realm. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the California. Jesus. Do, 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 do. That's a lovely place. Oh, if, if somebody could make like a parody of Phantom Planets California about this, I would be eternally grateful. Oh I my think God. I might have to betray my age by saying that. But... <laughs> oh man. You know, you know who else here is that age? So oh, I remember good. Phantom Planet. You good, fam? You, you good? Fam. I'm baby. I don't know what that is, I'm but I'm laughing because I think that it's gonna be funny anyway. It was the theme song to the OC. Uh, Jason Schwartzman was their drummer for a while. I love it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, we got, so, yeah, so here's another question. And this one comes in from Anonymous Scout, who says, boxers or briefs for the mans that are featured in this in the episode you choose this. Mm-hmm. IMO, the correct answer is boxers because they prevent chafing and also keep more of your leg warm, in my honest O. I'm going to have to agree with that. I'm personally, yeah. <laughs> I'm personally not a fan of boxers at all. It feels like I'm just shorts under my pants and i'm personally 
I'm a boxer briefs kind of bitch. I don't like to wear the little panties because I'm chunky and they get caught up in places I don't want to get caught in. So I go for boxer briefs because I live the butch life. And so I'm inclined to say that my favorite characters wear boxer briefs. I will say that Wen Chao wears explicitly bright red briefs or either that or just straight up tidy whiteies because he's a fucking nerd (laughs) what's the most what's the most normie chud type of underwear boxers actually there you go yeah yeah boxers with emojis oh no please god no (laughs) or or like (laughs) or simpsons or boxers with the with the mood emoji from this fucking cat that was actually good. That one, I would wear that. I, I would absolutely. I'd wear, wear that to my fucking wedding. Nothing else. I, don't I think NMJ goes commando too big for anything else. Well, <laughs> he just lets uh-huh. me. Someone had to say it. Gabriel, <laughs> <laughs> I just. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how it is. That was like, like so deep in your throat. I was like, oh shit. That's how you know I'm just feeling it. Now. You know. Hell yeah. Uh huh. Who who wears the fancy Andrew Christian um, little Long Wongji. Okay. <laughs> he can afford him. Yeah, fuck yeah. And he's gay. So. He's like, <laughs> a little sexy sometimes. Except, no, you know what? I feel like I feel like Lon Wongji post Wei Wuxian's death yeah. wears the Andrew Christian. When he's little virgin boy, little baby, baby, baby boy, I think he probably wears tiny white. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just trying to get by. And tube you know? socks. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. Um, Jin Guang Sean. He doesn't wear underwear. He's got to be ready to go. (laughs) He wears crotchless lace panties. I hate it. I hate it also. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. I hate it because of how true. And I don't want to think about that. It's bad enough. And when. Mm. Lacey Red Thong. Mm -hmm. You know? Thongs all day. All day. All day. He's got to make sure his butt looks better than any other sector. And you know what? It probably does. Like, I'm I'm, going to be honest with you guys. I think he's a hottie. And he's bad. But like, you know that Eric Andre bit where he's like, Hey, Hannibal, you ever bone your grandma to death? Talk about going out with a bang, people. Like, that's me with him. (laughs) Yeah. God. I just... I hate it so much because you're so right. He's so fucking hot, but like resident bisexual here. I'm not the kind of person. Yeah, I'm not the kind of person who is traumatized enough to go after those characters actively. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. But (laughs) no offense to the people who are, but that just yeah, the fascism is a little bit of a turnoff. It definitely is. Just a just a little bit. Just a little. He does look. He does look very good, and I love that. So like, <laughs> one of the things about cultivation that's canonically noted in the novel is that, like, it keeps you looking fresh and young. Oh yeah, it's like come on. It's like come on. Yeah. That which is why all of these dads look like they're maybe twenty nine. Oh yeah, they're probably like. I mean, to be a sect leader, usually discounting our dear sweet young boy. You have to kind of have a high level of cultivation yeah. usually. And, you know, when you cultivate, the whole point of these, this genre of novels, as I understand it, is cultivating and fighting demons and shit to the point of becoming immortal. Where, like, your cultivation reaches such a high level that you kind of transcend mortality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these guys are probably, they're probably pretty fucking old. Yeah. And I have no doubt in my mind that 
like at least over 50. Yeah. Because another thing is that Wen Xiao is second young master Wen. Mm -hmm. He's got an older brother, and we don't really meet him, but we do know that he exists because yeah. he. We'll see. But here's yeah. my theory. Here's my theory. Wen Chao got all of Wen Rohan's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His brother got all of his hot, which is why we can't see him because it would kill us to look at him. That's true. Yeah. My God. <laughs> just kind oh, of, man. just kind of genius. So <laughs> we have another question. This one's from Sarah McCostumes. Good old Sarah, who love, was here love last that week. bitch. Love that bitch. Really? And this is on Twitter. And Sarah says. My question is, what's your favorite accessory that you would go apeshit if someone tried to remove, but then later give to your GF as a marriage proposal? Can I just, the next time Sarah sends in a question, can we read it in an Irish accent? I really <laughs> like the Irish accent. I like it so much, and I just like to hear it. I don't want to insult her. <laughs> I want her to give me pointers. I want to improve my Irish accent. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I don't know. Is chapstick an accessory? Because anytime I lose my chapstick, I absolutely go ape crap. Um, and it means yeah. everything to me, yeah. so I would give it to you. Thank you. You give me your chapstick all the time. Aww. I do. Aww. Oh, I love that. It, because you um, mean the world to me. Aww. Oh, I love you, doggy. Man, y'all are fucking gay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know. Listen, <laughs> it's good. This is a burden that I deal with every day. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I'm kind of a uh, very simple bitch, so the only accessory I wear is my engagement ring, which oh. I guess kind of defeats the point. Well, um, if somebody tried to touch my Medusa piercing, I would probably pop them, because I don't know if you have ever had a piercing pull on your skin before, but that shit hurt. It's bad. It hurts. So I think if somebody tried to pull on mine, I would um, whip out the hurting. But uh, mm -hmm. if you really want me to unscrew my old ass piercing and just kind of like give it to you for you to like wear on a chain or something, I'd, I'd do that. I appreciate that. I mean, you it's like know. a 1999 piece of stainless steel, yeah. but like the meaning behind it, sentiment, it's good. Yeah. What about y'all? Uh, well, um, well, I mean, in my case, it'd have to be boyfriend. But um, the, guess yeah. the only accessory I really wear every day is my glasses, and I kind of need those to, to see. <laughs> But um I, I guess if if you were if you tried to I mean I'm very sensitive about people touching my neck. So if I was wearing like a necklace, or especially if it was a longer necklace and you tried to yank it off me, I, I would not be very happy about that. I feel you. Yeah. So that's, as, as boring as that answer is. Yeah. It's valid. It's extremely valid. valid. You are valid. Yep. I'm gonna answer Caroline's for her. Um my basketball juice. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> My Deanna Taurasi basketball God. jersey. You know what? The waveform on my fucking audacity is like all the way on the borders. Um, <laughs> but I me fucking pounding. But I have to say, yes. Um, also, a friend of the us, Ailey, um, gave me two pieces of beautiful Yu-Gi-Oh themed jewelry. And I swear Ooh. to God, we, we actually have coordinating um, Millennium item pens. Anyway. And uh, if anybody tried to like rip off my Millennium Ring and or Kyba Court pendant, I would absolutely like my knees in their balls and or coochie. I don't care. Like <laughs> violence. It would happen. Thanks. On site. Uh -huh. it's, it's on site. It's valid. Absolutely. <laughs> I call it valid. I respect that. We got any more? Um, we could always go to the good old recurring scout question about Pokemon. Yeah, let's hit that. Let's hit that up. I am going to say that if you are a when you are 
legally mandated to train fire types. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, of course. They have to have the really ugly ones, though, like Magmar. You're going to piss somebody off. (laughs) Anybody. Wen Yang has a ponita. Yes, I That's like my this. opinion. He's got to have a Litwick. It's ghost yeah. and fire type. It's a candle. Yes. Yes. To me. Plus it turns into like a badass fucking chandelier. I love chandelier so I much. I love chandelier. Then we got uh, Jin Guangshan. Um, fuck him. He's got, he's got like that, um, like one of those show Pikachus. <laughs> one of the fancy <laughs> ones that you got in Oras. All he does <laughs> is contests. And he does it for clout. Fuck him. Yeah. Um, what's another? What's another? What's another Pokemon that would be like a show Pokemon? Probably oh something like uh like like maybe a like a Persian, probably. Or a, yeah. Or, or like a Delcaddy. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think a Persian or, is definitely or, or very. Or it's another. It's another. Little I want to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And then we have NMJ has my a Tauros. Yeah, definitely has a Tauros. Yeah. I also vote him having an Ursa ring. I love that. Yeah. He is kind of a grumpy bear. He's a grumpy bear. He always gets depicted as like this little cartoon bear whenever they make like an version of it. So it, <laughs> it works. It fits. I love and then it. who else? Oh, no, no. What does Wen Rohan have? Just <sighs> Roar. I mean, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I do the like actual, that. the big, big furry boy. Yeah. Definitely an incinerator. A big buff type. Um, he probably has like the fucking hoo or something. Yeah. Cause that seems flashy enough for him. He yeah. probably has like a legendary Pokemon that he keeps in captivity because he went real hard. That that aligns. You know? Does you it know? track? It's true. Does it blend? It's like it's he doesn't have yeah. one of the god Pokemon, but like right below that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Whatever yeah. is below that in the tier. Yeah, he's definitely it's definitely it's gotta be a like an Entei. Thing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I only said ho because I like I really ho with the sun. Yeah, the ho is very yeah. I'm. Tr- is there anything? Is there anybody else? We could answer another scout question. I know. Well, we I have, actually, like, I have a question. Okay. Yeah, okay. This is potentially like a terrible question. <laughs> Do it. No but- terrible questions. Only terrible answers. <laughs> uh, if let's put ourselves back a minute into like the late '90s, early 2000s. Imagine okay. this is there. Uh huh. Four kids were to do oh, a dub. No. Yeah. This show. What kind of cuts would they make, and and like, what are some potential like voice actors you could see for certain characters? Okay, they okay, okay. Well, absolutely would have Vic Mignogna voice with Sean. Fuck! Oh, oh, God, oh no! They would. I mean, they would, and I hate it. Why are you booing me? I'm right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think the Steve Bloom would be. Oh um, God. Um, Who would you want to hear like Spike's Spike's voice come out of? Mmm. Mm. John Chang. Yeah. That, yes. No one actually can see that. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, who was a good like baritone? Mm. Um, Bo Billingsley, who played um fucking Jet in County Bob. Yo, yeah, either that Ooh. or who, who played fucking Scar in the original Oh. Do you remember who I'm, t- I'm pretty sure the second the like Brotherhood was I'm pretty sure it was J. Michael Tatum. Which I can definitely see. I feel like a Scar voice would be good for Lon Longji. Just like kind of like a low, Ooh. like not really depending on emotions too much. Just like this is my job and I'm doing it. Like, do you feel me? I do. It's like they would have gone for the kind of voice that like um, that like a Jin has in a Samurai Champloo. Yeah, the cool guy voice. The cool- yeah. Oh, fuck. Who did Jin? Didn't Jin Michael Tatum? <laughs> I swear to God. 
I'm on his Wikipedia. I'm going to see who did gin and samurai shampoo because if it were a four kids dub, which is so funny thinking of like samurai shampoo as a four kids dub. Can you <laughs> oh my God. I, I think, okay, I don't remember his name, but the voice actor who did Maximilian Pegasus in the four kids dub oh my God. <laughs> is oh. fucking dickwet dude whose name yes. I can't remember now. That's um, absolutely. And I Holy remember on shit. the last the last episode of this podcast, um, y'all were talking about the Wens having like shitty like mafia Brooklyn yeah. accents, like yeah. fucking Joey Wheeler. Yes. And I I love the Yu-Gi-Oh dub, and I was planning on pulling out my Joey impression, but it didn't happen, and now I'm scared. Well, <laughs> well, who's got I'm, the Joey voice? The Joey voice? Yeah, who's got the Joey voice? Oh, uh, in this, yeah, in this thought experience, Kirk. Thornton. Who has the fucking yep. joy voice? Oh my god. Uh, 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 joy voice. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Absolute fucking no. What's the fuck what's the fucking line where he's like, you know, I think my talent got gnawed off by a dog when I was in the womb. You know? <laughs> it hurts. Wow, that hit me hard. You can't do this. That hit me I, hard. I mean, yeah, I can't. Holy I'm sorry. You can't do this. Hey, did you know J. Michael Tatum is gay? Yeah, I didn't, but now I do, and I'm happy. I did not know that. Anyway, then. Yeah, I think that I think that's pretty comprehensive. I think it covers it. But, but just and now, kind of the second part of the question, like, what sort of cuts oh, and like yeah. changes? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well, I think they first of all, that title is way too long. Oh, I yeah. have to change that. Yeah. How about how about Demon Man? Literally, I was thinking Demon Dudes with a Z. Demon Dudes. Wow. <laughs> or, or even more generic, like Demon Hunters. Oh or yeah. Something like yeah. That. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I, I first thought, you know, like all the blood's gone. Yeah. Uh huh. Wow. No blood. Oh, yeah. No I blood. I think they probably do like a Sonic X thing where they erase all the Chinese text. Yeah. Like every instance oh, yeah. of it. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The swords become like actual surfboards. Um. The the pork rib and lotus soup becomes meatballs with wagon wheel shaped it be pasta. It and Chef Boyardee. Yeah. And and Wei Wushan is Wayne Wushan. Thank you. Oh! Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's Wushan, my favorite Wait. movie. His name is Wayne Wilson now. Thanks. <laughs> how about, oh, uh, how about, um, uh, and Lance Walker. Oh! And it's like, you know, they would keep it like that too, even though Lon is his last name. They just refer to exactly. him as Lance. Like, they don't give a shit about giving and courtesy names. Oh, hell no. And they aren't sex anymore. They're like clubs or something. Yeah. The all, the, all the niers you know? would just be called Nilsen. Like, <laughs> oh but God. they already know. They already and have. And they need accents to go along with this. They already oh. have dub names, and their dub names are Ninden Mains Johnson and oh, Ninden yeah. Haynes Sonson. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my fucking legacy right there. My yeah, fucking legacy. <laughs> Jesus, McCreezes. If they really would just try and scrub everything overtly Chinese out of this as hard as possible. Oh, they absolutely. Totally would. They and you totally know what's would. so at, uh, at its core level, it cannot be separated from its culture. It can't whatsoever. be. Yeah. Like, even, like, even some of their names have to do with Chinese Buddhism. Yeah. Like, the, it's fucking entirely focused around Buddhist spirituality and, like, existing in China. So it's like, why would you even bother? Anyway. It's an exercise in futility. But I wouldn't luckily, put it past uh -huh. late 90s, early 2000s for kids. Because that's their bread and butter. Yes. But luckily, we do live in the timeline where that did not 
and will not ever happen. And I think. And the fact four kids itself does not exist anymore. And you know what? I'm sad about it. (laughs) Why? Can you imagine? I just like Joey. I like Joey Wheeler a lot. Well, there have been like a rap opening. Like the op- the one oh piece. Oh god, you know there would have been wow. that or some kind of like butt rock. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> butt rock. It's, uh, no, it's yes, butt, butt rock, rock rap. It's new metal. <laughs> oh god, so they would get somebody like uh like saliva or something. God, like, like that oh. sounding. I want to down my best friend for five years till he dies. Shut and the I'm f- gonna. He's gonna stay my best friend, and we're gonna be great, cool, straight friends. Good. It's Demon Dudes. Sorry, that was horrible. Demon Demon Dudes collect the spirits to become king of the club. Actually, here's the thing. I should. Can I, along with my Amber three eleven recorder thing, I should make. I should do that song. I should do that oh, song. Oh God! Just the, uh, the, the hypothetical demon dudes. Oh yes. my God! You're using your powers for evil, Caroline. Caroline, I, you are by far the best composer out of it. <laughs> you know what? Fuck a Beethoven. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. You and know then what? McCartney, who? Just yeah. listen. <laughs> just write me a little ditty. I'll write you some lyrics. Fuck yeah. We'll you know, they would rewrite the dub in some ways to, like, the ultimate goal is to become, like, oh, yeah. king of all the sex. The oh, king of ghouls. Oh, yeah. God. It's the king, king of, of ghouls. <laughs> because that's the only plotline that anybody is interested in. Yeah. Any plotline. It's like becoming king of games, becoming a Pokemon master, becoming uh-huh. king of ghouls. Oh, it yeah. just makes sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. I, what? Okay. Do you think they would pull the like '90s Sailor Moon Zoisite move where they make somebody into a girl for purposes of heterosexuality? I feel like they. I feel like they. They wouldn't. I feel like they would, but it wouldn't be like that overt. Like they would. There would be hints at it, but I tell you what, and Roy's not gonna like this. It'd be Nia Hoisan. I was gonna say, yeah. That's, yeah. that's exactly who it yeah. would be. They would do it just for the gender balance. Yeah, because he's just too feminine, you know? He's very small. And if they could get away with it, definitely do it to Wei Wuxian. Because oh, yeah. he's just too effeminate to be a male character. Well, he's not even effeminate. He's just like... Fucking, he's just having a good he's time. He's enthusiastic. He's there. He, he's standing up, running around, and clicking. <laughs> yeah. That's all he's doing. They wouldn't... No, okay, here's my thing. They wouldn't make him into the girl because he's the protagonist and that wouldn't sell. Oh yeah, the protagonist has to be a male. Mm. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. absolutely. Yeah, this this would absolutely be marketed just towards boys. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Oh yeah. There's not enough kissing. Oh, not at all. There's barely any named female characters. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. No, you're totally right. You're yep. totally right. Mm-hmm. I, I admit I've had some bad takes this episode, but we're living and we're learning. You've had some mm. good takes, I think. In Thank my you. opinion, your takes were pretty good. Thank Some you. courageous takes, courageous takes. They were pretty. Oh, yeah. Bold. yeah, I think instead of bad, they were they were just bold. They were bold, absolutely. So one day when you die, then they will realize exactly. Yep, right. So I think that's going to do it for questions, and I think that basically do it for us on this time around. Is there anything that y'all would like to add? Um, I don't think we talked about. I mean, it's kind of an obvious answer, but what underwear Wei Wuxian would wear? And it's lingerie, obviously. It's either lingerie or nothing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say nothing. Yeah, he, he doesn't have time for that. He's got like a- He's, he's got, got a life to live. Okay, he's yeah, but he also has like a Bucciolati lace bralette. Yes. For yes. special occasions. Yes. Yes. He's the kind of person who I feel like he runs out of clean underwear. He just 
goes without. Yeah. Until he can get to like a, I guess a washboard. And then he he ends up he puts it off because he doesn't want to wash his clothes. Yeah. And so he just, you know, kind of goes commando. I'm not projecting at all. <laughs> He's definitely the type of dude who leaves it laying around until it's been like three weeks and then he's like these are clean again so (laughs) i'm in the same engine i don't like it life is a circle you know you cross the threshold you live and you learn but yeah Mm. this was you know a pretty sec leader heavy episode so thank sec leader matt of internet noise space sect for hosting us on noise space.xyz uh go to noise space.xyz and you podcast like jargon it which i was listening to today and it's good and funny fear baiting listen to them talk about some some scary movies our good friend sarah hosted she is an angel and an icon she's good Uh, um yeah listen to henry kissinger's pokemon going to die not a threat just a fact just a fact there's lots of them yep it's your it's your uh, weird lesbian aunt's favorite leftist podcast. It's true. You can find me, Roy, on Twitter at SemperFunny and basically nowhere else unless you want to see more of my good MDZS opinions, in which case you can also follow my side account on Twitter, which is at Beast. Nice. Felon. You can find me on Twitter pretty much only at America's Burden. The one and only. And I also have a, a, a Modown Twitter <laughs> <laughs> Modow Hoedown Twitter, which is uh, <laughs> at Cool Purple Uncle. Modow Hoedown! Fuck yeah! yeah. Oh! No, because oh, Modow still has Chinese That's true, it. that's it's, true. It's, it's, well, no, but it's like Shaolin Showdown. That's how you can get away with it. Oh, Jesus. That's true. That's true. That's Ever Shaolin Showdown? Oh, do I ever. <laughs> oh, I do. Anyway, <laughs> our guests, where can we find you? Um, I'm on Twitter as Byronic Queero. Um, there's an underscore between everything and then the O. I have a SoundCloud because <laughs> um, I, I rap. No, I don't rap, but I do have a SoundCloud. It's Marriage Hearse. And one of these days I will post my recorder cover of 311 by, no, Amber by 311. <laughs> 311 by 311. And also the Demon Dudes theme song, which I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to do it to him. And by Absolutely. M, I mean everybody. There you Thank go. Thank you. There you go. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Greta Van Sweet One. That is the numeral one. You can find me on Tumblr. Yeah, I still have one. At <laughs> this is all one word. Alex Lifeson official. It's so good. It's great. great. She's the official one. <laughs> the one and only. That's right. That's Alex right. Of life, me, son of life. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. I love it. Remember when Alex Lifeson got arrested for punching a cop or whatever? Praxis. Yeah, I yeah, and then he got like tased and pushed, and yeah, it, it was a, it was a whole thing. It was Praxis, Comrade Lifeson, Comrade Lifeson. <laughs> anyway, rush <laughs> are all comrades. Let's be real. Every single yeah, absolutely. Stan Rush. So Stan Rush, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you guys so much. It was thank so you. Nice. Yeah, thank I'm you. so glad yes. to be here. Fuck yes, this was so much fun. Yes. I'm so and, fucking lately. And you know what we say when we close out the show? Semper Bunny. Semper Bunny. Semper Bunny. Semper Bunny. <laughs> Bye, Bye, y'all. <laughs>